0: All right, welcome to a very special edition of the Celtics Lab Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tempest and I'm joined by Taco Fall, uh, Celtics fan favorite, star in the CBA, and the author of a new book, Taco Fall, Two New Heights. Taco, how are you? I'm well, how are you doing? Uh, I'm great, I'm very happy to do this interview. I, I love the book. Um, I was telling your co-author, Justin Haynes, uh, before we got started, um, there's a, a moment where you talk about your your um, experience with your mom, and it almost moved me to tears. So the book is is really tremendous. It's um, a beautifully illustrated kids' book by uh, illustrator Reggie Brown. But I found myself as an adult really enjoying it. Um, so congratulations on the book.
1: Nah, no, thank thank you. Really appreciate. It.
0: And we can start there. So again, it's called um, Taco Fall Two New Heights. It starts. Um, with your journey in Senegal and how you make it to the NBA, where did the idea to write a kids' book come from?
1: Um, so the the initial idea for me was to write an actual book. Um, that's something I've wanted to do thing for for a very long time. And um, one day, I think Justin just called me out of the blue. Um, he had a conversation with his daughters, and he he he. He pitched me the idea of why, why you know he thought it was a good idea to start with the children's book, and from there we spoke about it a couple more times, and I was like, yeah, I think this is actually a pretty good idea, and just a way to start it off because I wanted to get my story out there, and um, in a in a sense, um, you know, starting with the children's book was perfect because I wanted to you know help inspire, and what better way to do it than you know, to start with kids. And it, from there, it just took off. And, you know, it took a few months to find the right people to work with. And uh, we are lucky with Kendall Wick and we found a great illustrator. And um, we just started from there and then here we are.
0: Yeah, I, I recommend anyone listening to look at Reggie Brown's work. And you can probably find a few pages of the book itself. It's, it's a really striking book. It looks fantastic. Um for those t- folks who aren't familiar with your background and, and kind of what's in the story, can you give us like 30 seconds of I guess an elevator pitch for the book?
1: Um yeah, it's just pretty much it's just about a kid from Dakar, Senegal, Africa who left home and his teenagers came came to America, you know, to start a new life and in hope of you know going to school and you know try something new. I never played basketball before. So you know, started playing basketball at that age and just had to get accustomed to a lot of things from the language to the culture and just pushing through, you know, life's challenges, um, you know, to accomplish certain goals. And, you know, I'm still, I'm still fighting. I mean, the, the, the journey is, is not over, but I was able to take things step by step and every stage, if you look at every stage in the book, it's like I went from, this stage and then to the next stage. And then there was another challenge. Then I went through that challenge and I overcame it. And then there was another challenge. So it's mostly just about perseverance. Sure.
0: Did you have a favorite kid's book growing up or like a children's character, a favorite growing up?
1: Um. So back home we had, we used different like people. People wouldn't be really familiar with the children's book that we had. Um, But I remember there was a lot of them were like based on old, old tales and old Mm -hmm. stories that sometimes our grandparents used to tell those stories. So um, there was a lot of that back home. When I got to America, I mean, I was a teenager, I was a little bit older, but I was really fascinated with, um, I forgot his name, but who's the author of like the Llama Llama Red Pajama book?
0: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I, the yeah, name yeah, of the yeah. author escapes me, but that's so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really like those books because it's like they were just so genius to how everything rhymed. It was almost like a, a rap song. So I really enjoyed those.
0: And um, you've been doing live readings. I mean, obviously, we'll get to this, but you're in China right now. Uh, but you've been doing readings um, for kids of the book. Do you have any stories or good advice for
1: how to lead a reading session for young kids? Uh, just, just have fun. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the whole purpose of it. Um, reading the story and while having fun, keeping the kids engaged. And um, Justin was actually the one that, that did the reading and I came in at the end for the questions. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he really did a good job of having the kids engaged because when I asked those questions, like they answered pretty much everything correctly. So that means they were paying attention.
0: Oh, so you like quiz them on the book? <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Keep them honest. Um, given your background, is uh, do you know if there's any plans to release the book in multiple languages?
1: I actually was, that actually crossed my mind because I wanted to send the book uh, back home in Senegal and um, there what is Wallaf in French
2: um, mm-hmm.
1: that I'm spoken. So um, it would definitely be a good idea to release it in French um, to send it back over, over, back to Senegal. Sure.
0: Growing up, when did you learn English? If you don't mind my asking.
1: I, so the, my first time actually speaking English was when I got to the States, um, Uh when I was 16, but I did English classes, um, back home. So I had the basics, but I never really spoke the language till I got to the States.
0: Yeah, my, my dad is from Iran and a uh, similar background or he spoke Farsi and a little bit of French, um, then learned English till later. Um, yeah. How is your Chinese coming?
1: Uh, I know how to count. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I know how to count uh, and i say thank you and i say hi. So, so far, that's the way it is. It, if, it, the thing is if it was Japanese, I think I would have picked it up quicker because... I've watched anime since I was like, uh, I can't. Since I was a really, really young kid, from like start with Dragon Ball Z and all that, and I I would watch them in in sub, so they would speak Japanese, and I would read the subtitles. So I was like, at some point, I really got very familiar with what they were saying. But yeah. Chinese is a different story. Yeah, well, I guess
0: you have to watch Chinese anime then, or Chinese yeah. uh, animation. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's a good segue because I want to talk about the Celtics for a little bit, this being the Celtics Lab podcast. Um, I'm just going to pause and quickly do an ad read if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. As your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, as well as giveaways all season long. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events—MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Nothing like a kid's book, brought to you by online gambling. Um, so, Taco, uh, let's stick with anime. I know that um, you and Jalen Brown were big fans of anime. That was part of your friendship. Um, a, have you caught up with the Celtics at all since um, you've been in China or is communication a little difficult?
1: Yeah, I've always followed up with the Celtics ever since I left. Um, those, the, the team is pretty much my – will forever be my family, regardless of wherever I play because those guys are, you know, some of my closest friends. So, yeah, I've, I've really kept up with them. Um, I would talk to JT and Jalen and Grant and um, – most often, than not. Um, I just texted Grand the other day because he he had the hazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh So I was, geez, I, I was trying to tease him. Oh, sorry. Okay. I was trying to tease him about it, but yeah, um, I've I've kept up with everything that's going on with them.
0: did you know Grant had that in his game? I, I definitely didn't.
1: Uh, it's it's tricky with Grant. Grant. Grant would go out there and try some stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he's – Grant's a really good basketball player. He's a very, very smart basketball player. That, I say that about him.
0: Do you have uh, a story that maybe people don't know that you can tell about Grant or maybe Jalen or Jason? Um, That won't get anyone in trouble?
1: I mean, yeah, I can say a story about me and Grant, how um, how we first, like, how our friendship really started. Sure. Um, he tried to dunk on me at the combine. <laughs> <laughs> and I blocked his shot. I was like, Grant, come on. Like, I don't know why you even try that. And he tried it a couple times in practice. Um. There was one time we were doing the drill where it's like we were on both opposite blocks and um, the coach passes the ball and whoever he passes it had to finish it. And it was the last play. I was just being lazy. I just took it up there and he blocked it. And he, to him, he's like, I blocked tacos. Dunk. I'm like, Grant, if you would never know, that would never happen. And
0: maybe on like a step ladder or so- something.
1: Yeah, we always ha- have this little back and forth going on sometimes. But, yeah, that's pretty much how our friendship, me and Grant friendship started. Um, it was at the combine. He had a clear, he set a screen, uh, slipped, had a clear lane, and I came from the help side. I think he probably thought that he had the there. I just came from the help side and blocked the shots. He tried to dunk it.
0: I can't wait to ask him about this. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you've been keeping up with the Celtics. I mean, they signed Griffin and Brogan. Do you have
1: expectations for them this year? Um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, you know, what everything they're going to accomplish. I mean, it's that I think they really have the the right pieces around them. Um, Obviously, they have great players in Jalen and Jason, and they have really good, really good role players who know, you know, how to do their job and who are doing it pretty well. Um, And that's all you need. And, they have a pretty good, you know, defensive intensity and they are, you know, defensive. Their mindset is, main, is mainly focused on the defensive end, which which is what you want from from your team, very aggressive on that side of the ball. So I, I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing how they're going to do this season. And I, I think they're going to do pretty well. I, I hope so. Um, So you came to say it's around the
0: time, I think a year maybe after Blake jumped over the Kia and the dunk contest. Um, when you first
1: came to the states, did you have a favorite NBA player? Um, so yes, and yeah, yeah. Before I came to the state, I think my one of my first experiences with the NBA was like that Dwight Howard Superman dunk. So oh yeah, that was, yeah yeah. To me, that was just that was amazing. Um, But growing up, you would always hear about Shaq. I, I knew I knew Shaq more as like a um like like a movie star than a basketball player, which is crazy mm-hmm. because he did Shazam. Yeah. I used to love Shazam when I was, you know, when I was young. Um I seen him in like a few music videos and some of his rap songs. Um but and then you would hear about African players like <laughs> Hakim Became in Mutombo. Um those you would just hear their names but you know, back home, it was mostly football, which is soccer right. Right, that people focus on. I and mean, I played soccer when I was younger. Um, but it was really when I got to the state and I started playing basketball and I became more, um, you know, interested in it and more invested into it. So I started watching videos on YouTube. And the one person I would say really stood out to me, not just because of his basketball skills, but who he was as a person. Um was Tim Duncan?
0: Oh, great! Yeah, yeah he seems. I, I, I don't know if you saw uh, Giannis the other day. Was asked, "What are you going to do in retirement?" He said, "I'm going to pull a Tim Duncan." Where the hell is Tim
1: Duncan? And um, that's the perfect. That's 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 the perfect life for me. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I could pull it off because even if even like I I'm still when I walk outside I'm still seven six so it's like yeah
0: a little visible. Yeah.
1: Um, so I want to ask you about
0: your new team. I'm going to apologize to anyone listening. I'm going to try my best with pronunciations, but you're playing for the Xinjiang Huanghui Flying Tigers. I hope I said that right. Um, you uh, you just finished a preseason game. Your first game is October the 11th. How do you feel about the team?
1: I um, feel pretty good. I like, I mean, so far, I think they have, you know, really good players and uh, we're trying to build good chemistry so that you know the guards and I can have a good understanding of, um, you know, just just have a good, really good chemistry. And there is another import player, Pierre Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, but the the thing is, we can't we can't play together at the same time. So um, I just have to really make sure that I build a really good chemistry with the guards and um, some of the other guys that they have. Um, but yeah, we had a season game today. And then the first official game is on the 11.
0: How has the transition to playing overseas been like? I mean, I guess you've all, all your pro career has always been overseas um, coming from Senegal, but China is a little bit different than the United States. How's the transition been?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is my first experience of playing overseas. Even back home, I didn't really play, but ba- I started playing basketball in the U.S. So mm-hmm. my whole experience has been playing basketball in the U.S. It's, it's very different, um, you know. The way they play is different. The spacing is different, uh, especially going from like the NBA game to to here. It's um, like back in the NBA is just the floor is just so spaced out. You know, here there's no three second rule, so mm-hmm. everything is crammed. There's not much space, and um, the physicality is a little bit different too. I think they they let them get away with a lot more here than they do here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know you're being polite about that. I know, <laughs> I know you want to sit there. Um, how are you finding the city? Is um, are you liking the food, the, the people? What's that been like?
1: Oh yeah, the people people are really really nice. They're Very respectful. Um, the food I'm getting used to it. I think it's a hit or miss for me, uh, but for the most part, I think I like it. They have some similarities from like um, the some of the things that we have back home, especially in Xinjiang. Yeah. Um, They eat a lot of lamb and back home we eat a lot of lamb too. So I didn't complain about that. It was perfect. But yeah, I'm still, you know, getting used to everything. Um, Obviously the language barrier um, is there, but luckily we have a translator. Um, But for the most part, I think I'm I'm doing pretty well, uh, adjusting to everything. Cool. Fantastic. I really like,
0: this is not the point of... Podcast. I love the jerseys. The flying tiger jerseys look great. Um, all right. Well, Taco, I don't want to take more of your time. I want to wish you luck with the flying tiger season. Um, I want to wish you luck with the book. It's called Taco Fall to New Heights. I believe I'm right about this, that it's available now. Um, and I look forward to following how this the CBA version of Taco Fall plays out. Um (laughs) once again the book Two New Heights Taco Fall Two New Heights everyone should check it out it's a really really wonderful book oh I wanted to tell you um, oh, I think I said off the top again that the page with you and your mom really moved me I really love the book um, so congrats and I, I wish it all the success in the world thank you thank you thanks I, for having me um, I don't know if your mom's still with us but tell her I say hi because
1: uh, that was great yeah she is um, she's back home right now she goes she travel back and forth between the States and, um, and home pretty much every year now, so um, I think we probably go see my brother around December. Sure.
0: Well, anyways, thank you again and best of luck with the book and with
1: the season. Thank you.